I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Counting down the hours. Oh, wishing you were here. I stopped Hello guys, welcome back for another week of the Solo Nick podcast. Coming to you on Easter Monday this week instead of Sunday, obviously with the Monday afternoon game there uh, out at Bankwest Stadium. I uh, wanted to wait till all of the games of the weekend were over before recording this, so it is done. Eight games in the books for round six, and the podcast is back. Uh, decent week for myself this week. Um, last week I ended up on 11.36, which put me in 8.78 overall. Uh, this week at 12.80. So some really good performances by my boys this week, which I'll go through. But decent score. I'm hoping to jump back up into the top four or 500 uh, following that. Um, some of the leagues that I'm in, just to give you an idea of what I think is par. Our Young Legends lead, the average score is 1,201. And that's, about, that's the 31st ranked league. Uh, and the SC Talk Parker League, which is the 16th ranked league, is a 1,218 average so i think it's somewhere in the low 1200s uh anything over anything with a 12 in front of it you're probably going to rise up the rankings you know unless you're in the top 50 or 100 or so but that's where i think it's at this week uh big head-to-head win for me over wilfred just absolutely pumped him this week i checked it this morning and i still had gutho and madison to play and i already had him covered by a point so it's just a, a cruisy Cruzy win over Wilfred this week. Nothing nothing too much to be excited about there. He's got some real issues with his team that he needs to work on. Um, enjoyed the long weekend. Uh, unfortunately, you know, it's back to work and back to school and everything tomorrow, isn't it? But, yeah, good to have a few days off. Um, all right, let's get into the round six action. Quite a few injuries again this week. Couple of couple of more relevant ones. Not an injury as such, but Nakora has accepted a one-match ban for a suspension, so... He'll be out of all of our centre wings this week and we'll need to find adequate cover there in the form of uh, Cherry or Ockhambour or the like. So that's a that's a suspension that's going to affect everyone there. Nakora out for a week. Ryan James has done his ACL, it looks like. His, his season's probably over. It would appear, so potentially could be more minutes for Arrow. Uh, you know, who needs to needs to show us something to warrant us holding him in our sides. Joe Whitbread could be the the real beneficiary there. He's a, a 180k rookie who played his second game this week, unfortunately, not his first game. So he's going to be on the bubble uh, next week along with Payne Haas. Um, so one to, one to watch there in terms of team lists for the Titans. What do they do with that Ryan James position? And does Joe Whitbread go into the starting lineup? Kiri suffered a HIA uh, and a short turnaround to a Thursday night game this week for him. In the game this afternoon, Parramatta vs Tigers, there was a number of HIAs there. Alvaro went off in the first hit-up of the game and didn't return. Farah had a HIA early in the first half and didn't return. Um, Garner had a HIA in the second half, but he did return, thankfully. Um, still, still didn't really score 
too much, and he's a sell for me this week. Um, but at least he did return to chip in a few more points. Fusatua suffered a ribs injury, and he's in doubt. Nick Meany had a really bad finger dislocation. He's in doubt for this week. Adam Elliott with the ribs as well. Was a late inclusion into the starting lineup for the Dogs in place of Reese Martin. Uh, unfortunate for Martin owners there and people, you know, people who are looking to bring him in leading up to the bye uh, over the next few weeks have really got, he's really got some question marks on him at the moment, but elliot has got some rib injuries there, which we'll um, get more information on during the week. Dean Fares done a hammy, he's going to be out for two to four weeks for the Panthers uh, and Kevin Proctor from the Titans was a late withdrawal to a, due to a hip complaint for the Titans, so he didn't take part in that game. He was a, a very late withdrawal, actually, uh, in the warm-up. So a few injuries there. Nakora is out for a week. Ryan James done for the season. Uh, and a few HIAs there to see if the boys will pull up for this week. Okay, let's go through the hits. And it all started on Thursday night. The, the first half of this game, Sharkies versus Panthers, was a, a bit of a bludger. Sean Johnson, that was the worst half of footy I've ever seen him play. Actually went to bed at halftime because Nakora was on about seven. Cherry hadn't done anything. Fifi was going well and Cleary was going pretty well. But I just, I've just i been sick for about a week and I've had a headache for a constant headache for over a week. So went to bed at halftime thinking that, oh, well, here we go again. Another crappy weekend of Supercoach. Woke up in the morning to, to twin 70s from Cherry and Nakora, which was excellent. Cleary almost turned up with a 96 and then Fifi went over 106. Uh, great. So, you know, really good start to the weekend there for those four boys. It carried on with Cam Murray, uh, another good score there, 72. Cook is captain with a 69, that was okay. Would, would have liked another 10 points or so, would have been good, but 69 is not too bad. Gutho with an 83 pre-updates, he's a, oh, I love Gutho, just love him, just love him. Lachlan Burr, 75, excellent score for, by Burr there, included a really nice line break. Uh, I actually made a last-minute decision to play him ahead of Garner, uh, which obviously has netted me about 40 points. So that was a great move there. Ponga, another 80, another score in the 80s with an 83. So even though his team is absolute garbage, he's get, he's putting in work and putting in numbers, which is good. And then John Bateman, I mean, oh, what more can you say about the bloke? 101, he's just been an absolute beast, and he, and he plays the first buy. I mean, does it get any better? Not too many misses uh, this week. I played Tavita Harris. Uh, sorry, Harris Tavita. Sorry, what did Block of Roach call him? Tavita Harris Tavita. So I played Tavita Harris Tavita this week uh, for a 44 uh, over Reed Marnie. So Marnie's been in my team every week so far this year. And of course, he scores a try today with a couple of other attacking stats for a 77. And I play CHT uh, in place of him for 44. Cost myself 30 points there, which I'm a bit annoyed about. Um, and it's been a, a bad decision to sell Sean Lane a couple of weeks ago. I think long term, uh, let's see how it plays out long term. I think it'll still be the right move. I sold him for Burgess, but I'm pretty sure Lane outscored Burgess last week, and he definitely outscored him this week with a really nice try. Uh, and I'm, I think he had another line break as well in there, Sean Lane. So, yeah. Would have been a better decision to just hold Laney, um, have the cash in bank, uh, and and you know wait to get Burgess. But you know what are you going to do? What are you going to do? No other misses. No other misses for my team this week. Um, yeah, good scores all round. Uh, some of the other guys like you know Teddy's in the fifties, but what are you going to do? You can't be too upset uh, with Teddy with what he's done so far this year. 
Trebojevic in the 54, uh, you know, a little bit lower than you would have hoped. Maddo with a 56 today and a team that got absolutely pumped is, is pretty decent, to be honest. CNK, 54, not too bad. Even the bench guys, Corey Allen put in work to score 54. He'll get a bit of a bump now. Ockenbohr only had 19. Came in with a BE of negative 54, so he's still going to go up by about 50k, and he'll be 325, but he'll have a he'll have a break even. Oh, I haven't done the maths, but he'll have a break even probably around about 30 to 35 this week. So at 325k, he's seen a couple of really good price rises in the first two weeks, but he may not see 400k at this rate. Ravalawa, 32. I'll talk about him a bit later if I can possibly move him on this week. I don't know if I'll be able to, but it'd be great if I could. Flegler started for the Bronx at lock, uh, 45. Not too bad for him. And Garner, 32, like I said. Had the HIA. Uh, he's done his job this year. He'll probably more likely than not be the one that I sell this week uh, instead of Ravalawa. Uh, but we'll, um, we'll see what happens during the week. But yeah, that's it. Not, very, not too many misses this week, which I'm pretty happy about. All right, let's jump through some of the other more interesting scores this week. Obviously, leading into the round 12 bye, which is now only sort of five or six weeks away, teams that play that round 12 bye are the Panthers, Manly, the Eels and the Rabbits, the Dogs and the Raiders, and the Titans and the Cowboys. So if you look through these players from these eight teams, if you exclude the likes of Cook, Gerbo, DCE, uh, and, and just exclude Turbo for now, they're the, the origin players or the injured players. You've got you've got the following guys who average over 60 or, or have the ability to average over 60. So from the Raiders, we've got Fisher-Harris, Tarmau, and Kikau. For Manly, we've got Fanua Blake, uh, who's suspended at the moment, uh, and Marty Tapau, who's averaging mid-50s. For the Eels, you've got Gutho, Fergo, Paulo, Mitch Moses, whose average will, should be up over 60 after that huge game today, and then Sean Lane. For the Rabbits, you've got Cody Walker, Burgess, and Murray. For the Dogs, we've got Reese Martin, Ockenbohr. Uh, their averages could be below 60 after their performances this week. And then Tolman, who's in the mid-50s. For the Raiders, we've got Bateman and CNK. For the Titans, we've got Arrow, potential uh, shot at origin there. And Brian Kelly, who's not far off. Uh, and then for the Cowboys, we don't have anyone. I've excluded Maguire and Morgan because I believe that they'll be they'll probably be selected for Origin. So there's a few names there who people should start looking at. You know, you've probably got Fisher Harris, Cacao, Depau, Paulo, some of the lesser owned guys here, Reese Martin, Tolman maybe, Sean Lane, he's he's quite highly owned still. Uh, you know, those sort of guys. A lot of people have already got your Guthos, your Burgess, your Murray, your Bateman, your CNK, your Arrows. Uh, I've got those sort of six guys who are going to be probably sort of your, you know, your stable six. And then you try and fill in maybe three or four of these other guys around them. Pair that with four or five cheaper players and you've got your 15 or so for round 12. So keeping that in mind... Uh, some of the other players to talk about this week. I mentioned SJ earlier, 78 points in the end, but that first half was the worst half of football I've ever seen him play. So that's a that's a lucky, that's an RC 78 points. JFH had a 57 and kick out a 38. Cam Smith, 80 points, really led the storm back into that game in the second half against the Roosters. Um, round 12 bye, so he will be a round 13 option. 
especially for people like myself who have got Marnie, make sure you're ready to make that move in round 13. Marnie gives you the coverage in round 12, playing for the Eels, and then in round 13, bang, Marnie to Smith, done. Your hookers are locked in. You're done for the year. Crichton managed about a, a 58 or so, I think it was, pretty close to a 60. RTS, 78, does not play the first buy, but he's he's getting pretty hard to ignore when he just keeps bumping out these scores. Josh Maguire in 81, just putting in work in Lolo's absence like we said he would. The Cardi Party, uh, the Cardi Party, hey, got a, got a TALBA for that little inside ball to... Michael Gordon uh, to get himself up to 64 points. Uh, yeah, he's been okay for owners. I'll admit he's been okay. Clemmer, 66, again, doesn't play 12 and probably plays Origin. So it's getting to that point where you've, you've, you can't really bring him in. You know, in a couple of weeks' time, you've probably got to go this week if you want him. BJ Leilua, uh, Rob Sutherland from the Daily Telly mentioned his name. Had a 94 this week. I think he's averaging sort of mid-50s. He's sort of scooting under the radar a little bit, old BJ, this year. Averaging 53. I think he only had one score under 50 so far with a BE of 28. Priced at under 500k and plays the first buy. He could be a Ravalawa upgrade. Um, You know, that's probably only going to cost you about 150k to get up to BJ. So, yeah, like I said, shout out to Rob Sutherland for mentioning old BJ. But, you know, getting me, reminding me to take a look at him. Uh, Jack Bird from the Bronx snuck up, <laughs> snuck through with an 80 try, a couple of line breaks. Uh, he's been going well. He's been a good buy for, for owners. And Payne Haas, 74, played the full 80 minutes. Every man and his dog should have Payne Haas in their team this week, if not already. Mitch Moses today for the Eels with a 132, just, just knocking out a massive score. A try, three try assists, a line break, two line break assists, two forced dropouts, a field goal for some reason, and seven goals. Just a monstrous score from Mitch Moses. That could upgrade as well. Could upgrade, and he does play that round 12 by. Isan Masters does not play round 12 and only had a 43 today. He came into the game with a BE of 106. So six, scored 60 less, times that by about... 800 or so roughly so he's going to drop in price by 48k he's going to be only about 540k at the end of this week with with probably a pretty high break even again so again maybe he's a wait to around 13 uh but he'll be he'll be cheap in the coming weeks dce just jumping back to the saturday night game dragons and manly where manly got absolutely robbed of a chance to tie the game at the end DCE with a 91 just keeps pumping out scores, but he's a he's origin bound, I would suggest, so probably not an option at this stage. Corey Waddell knocked up a 77, very nice score there, uh, very nice score for owners. He's a, he's sort of a cash cow that snuck under the radar a little bit. 206k break even of 13, so he scored a 77, so it's about 65 over his average times 800. It's about 50k, just over 50. So he'll be around about that 260k mark now, which is very nice. With and he'll come in with another low break even this week because that that 11 from round four has rolled out of his rolling average. So he'll be up over 300, 350 very soon. Marty Tapao mentioned his name earlier. Only had the 53 today, and whilst he does play that round 12, I'm just not, I'm just not sure. 
I'm just not sure on Old Marty. I'm just not seeing it at the moment. 5.69, break-even was 92, so he's going to drop by about 30k. He'll be around about that 540k mark with the potential to drop maybe even further. He's been pretty consistent with 43, 73, 71, 54, 48, 53. Um, I just don't think you need to get him in yet. I think you can just ride the likes of Burr, Cardi and Co. Uh, and just wait to closer to the buy to see if he can rediscover some form. Because at the rate he's going, his season average is only going to be, if you include this 53, his season average is only about 56, 55. Um... And it's not it's not keeper material. It's not keeper material unless he can get that up into the mid sixties. So even though it gives the buy coverage, I don't think you need to jump on yet. I think you can just wait until closer to the buys to make you move on to power. Um, and because of that reason, I had I was planning on going Garner to to power or kick out or JFH this week. Um, none of them particularly impressed me though, and I think like I said, I'm going to wait until a bit closer to round twelve to bring those guys in. So what I'm going to do this week is uh, Napa to Haas. I've, I've still got Napa sitting there. He's probably at least four weeks away still. So you've got to get Haas this week. Um, and I'm going to go Napa to Haas to generate some cash. To then go Ghana out, I will slide Ockhamboa down to my second row. And then I will slide Corey Allen down to my centres. And then I will get RTS into my side. I think I can do that. I've got Ockenbauer there. Yep. I've got Nakora and Bateman as well, but I want to keep them in centre wing. So Ockenbauer, you're going down to second row. Garner, you're going out. And Allen, you're going down. And then RTS, you're coming in. So Napa out, Haas in. Garner out, RTS in. So that would give me a bench. Oh, so my starting pack would be Cook, Burgess, Fafida, Trebojevic, Arrow, Murray. With coming off the bench, Haas, Madison, and Burr, probably. Haas, Madison, and Burr with Marnie, Flegler, and Ockenbauer still there. So Marnie or, Marnie or Burr is that option for that last four, fourth bench spot. But Haas and Madison would be start, um, in my 17 every week. And then back line, I've got Cleary and Ponga starting in the halves with CHT and then Dylan Brown. I won't need to play either of those two. In the centre wings, Bateman, CNK, Nakora and Gutho. Uh, that'll be my starters with Cherry, Ravalawa and Allen on the bench. So I'll probably have to slide Cherry in there this week with Nakora being out, obviously. And then fullback would be Teddy uh, with RTS uh, being in my 17. So RTS, Haas, Maddo and Lachlan Burr would be my bench. So I think I'm I think I'm setting up pretty well. I do need to take a look at round 12 a little bit more. I think I'm probably only sitting on about 10 players or so at the moment. I'd like to get that uh, especially since I saved I've saved six trades so far this year. I'd like to get that closer to 15 or 16. So we'll keep an eye on that. Hopefully some cheapies emerge that I can downgrade Ravalawa and Ockham will Ockham will play so I'll be holding him probably um, but hopefully there's someone I can downgrade Ravalawa to maybe downgrade Flegler to as well uh, and, and maybe turn Burr into someone like Reese Martin or uh, just looking at this list here Reese Martin or Fenua Blake maybe or or even to power a bit closer to the time or kick out with JFH one of those guys but I'll be looking to turn Burr into one of those guns that plays round 12 all right 
that's it for now. Less jokes this week, more serious. It's the, the time of year where you've got to get a bit more serious. Uh, Wenin's out of the country, so I'll be back with JT for the Wednesday night podcast this week as well. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.